to Issues of Life, the podcast with your girl Shelly's View from a heart full of conversations. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram at www.aheartfulofconversations.com. I also got my girl in the house, Lady Todd. What's up, Shelly View? What's up, Shelly View? Hey, baby girl. How you doing? I'm all right. Glad to be then here. Then I have my big brother over here, Mr. Butch Ford, who is also a contributing writer for aheartfulofconversations.com. What's up, bro? Hey, hey, hey. How y'all doing today? Very good. Doing great. Then I dragged my other big, big bro in the house. <laughs> hey, big, big bro, Eric Colts. He's also, guess what, y'all? Guess what? 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 A sponsor. What? Our very first oh sponsor. God. Yes. Thank you. Mr. Thank you. Eric Colts. He is the founder of I, that's E Y E, Capture. You, that's the letter U, the number two, Photography LLC. Please follow him on Facebook at I Capture You 2 Photography LLC and on Instagram at I Capture You, that's the letter U, number 287. What's up? What's up, 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 what's and I'm going to start with an excerpt from www.aheartfulofconversations.com. And this is an article that was written by Mr. Butch Ford. It was entitled Mamba Out. And I quote, on Sunday, January 26, 2020, a day we'll all remember where we were, what we were doing, and how we felt upon hearing the devastating news of the helicopter accident that claimed the lives of Los Angeles Lakers great Kobe Bryant, his 13-year-old daughter, Gianna, her friend Alyssa, her parents, John and Carrie Autobella, and the pilot in California. I took time to reflect on my numerous memories and the unbelievable career accomplishments of the man nicknamed the Black Mamba. Kobe was an 18-time All-Star, a five-time NBA champion, and the 2008 NBA Most Valuable Player. He entered the NBA as a teenager from Lower Marion High School in Pennsylvania in 1996 and dazzled us for 20 incredible seasons, unquote. <sighs> so... Today, we will be sharing our thoughts, and I'll, I'll start off with myself. I'll be honest, um, growing up, I, I, I was not a, a, a basketball fan. I, I really didn't know, I really still don't know a lot about basketball. And when I did watch the Lakers, I'm going to be honest, I kind of like Shaq, even though he could not make any of the uh, free throws on the free throw line, but I really did not know a lot about Kobe because I think I confused his confidence with arrogance. And then once he passed away, I start looking at footage and reading different articles about him. And I gained so much respect for him because he was passionate about the game and he lived it, breathed it. I mean, dreamt it. And it led him to become one of the greatest basketball players Ever. And um, I just would like for us to share our thoughts today. 
Okay, I'll, I'll go first, I guess. Um, as we know, uh, Sunday, January 26th was a day that just shattered everybody's world. Um, not just here locally in the United States, but pretty much worldwide. Kobe Bean Bryant, uh, born August 23rd, 1978. Um, to parents, Joe Jelly Bean Bryant, um, a former uh, NBA basketball player himself, and mother Pamela Bryant. Um, Kobe was a very eccentric mm-hmm. uh, dude, to say the least. Um, misunderstood. And I'm going to echo your sentiments. Uh, I, I wasn't a Kobe fan either. Uh, I, 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 I felt he was a bit arrogant, as you stated. Um, but then I reflected back to my athletic days. It's not necessarily arrogance. You have to believe that you're the best at what you do and nobody is better than you for you to achieve what you set out to do and that's to be the best. I understand that now. Um, I, I do. Absolutely. Mm. Um, Kobe was very, he was a deep guy. And, and we're, we're learning more and more now about uh, the charities and his second career after basketball, uh, how he uh, took up coaching, uh, Started his own academy, the Mamba Academy in Los Angeles. Uh, he was coaching his daughter, who was a student of the game. A lot of people don't know. Gianna was 13, mm. but they say she was worlds ahead of everybody in her age group. Um, she had already uh, secretly, wink, wink, committed to UConn University. Uh, you know, it's kind of unheard of. She hasn't even made it to high school yet, but she was that good where she already made provisions to go to UConn one of your more prominent women uh, athletic programs in basketball. Uh, But what troubled me the most was, now I'm a dad, and Eric, you can join me on this one too. Um, I always taught my daughters that the main responsibility of a dad was to protect, to teach and protect. And reports that I've I've read and I've heard, they said uh, Kobe was, even in his dying moments, uh, he had his arms wrapped around Gianna, mm. you know, because that that instinct kicked in. I have to protect. I have to save my daughter. I have to make sure she's comfortable and everything. Now, as a mother, Taj, mm. you and Shelly, you're both mothers, you're both wives. Mm. Can you kind of touch upon what Vanessa Bryant must be going through? Not only did she lose a husband, but she lost a child. I, I can't imagine I can't. I can't imagine. I can't. But one thing that touched me the most when I was listening to her when she was speaking, she said, God took both of you because he knew that you all couldn't live without each other. That, was, that, gave that me right chills. there? Yeah. Oh my God. Mm. That put chills, that gave me chills all through my body. If you look, if you look through the pictures that we've seen over the last month or so, um, Every picture that you see, family picture, she's always next to Kobe. Mm. Uh, you see her, uh, you see them mm. courtside at basketball games where he's yes. using the game as teaching uh, tools, and um, they were super close. And I mm. love the fact when he was on, what I don't forget the man's name on the show when um, people were saying that you need to have a son, and he was like, "No, my Gigi said I got that. I, I, exactly. I got that. Exactly. You know, so." I just I just thank God for the union of a father and a daughter. Um, 
and the fact that his death brought so many people to do something that God has wanted us all to do all the time, and that's to love and to care and to be passionate, have empathy. And for that, for him to do that, God was pleased because his people finally, all rationalities, all shapes, sizes, and ages started to care and love and be passionate about a person that some of us didn't even know, but just saw his greatness. And, so, and, and yeah. it's much bigger than basketball. Oh, yeah. Exactly. What's your thoughts, Eric? Being, well, being a father, sports fan. Being a sports fan and a father, the biggest thing for me is that day that it happened, I honestly thought it was a joke. Mm. You know, I do a lot of, like, first thing when I'm waking up in the morning, of course, the natural thing is for us to grab a cell phone or something like that. But when I grabbed the phone and I looked up, my timeline was just going crazy. Like, Kobe died in a helicopter crash. And I'm like, nah, this this can't be real. So the first thing that I actually did was I called my sons and just told them I love you. Mm. Because there's never no tomorrow. Nobody's promised tomorrow. Right. You know, in the industry that I work in, tomorrow's never promised. But that was the first instinct that I had on my head was to call my sons and just tell them I love you. Because I couldn't imagine being in a helicopter knowing that this is this is it. <laughs> this, yeah, last. Day. You know, this is From actually it. Yeah. And and as far as like for sports wise, I've always been Detroit everything, but Kobe. Yeah, because you have on a, a what kind of hat right uh, now? Yeah, I got Lions Detroit Lions hat. on one pride every day, all day. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag one pride. Um, but I honestly was Detroit everything. So when the Pistons actually beat the Lakers, that just did my heart some joy. When did they do that? 2004. 2004 Don't get it twisted. Baby. Oh, okay. Well, hey. Don't get it twisted. The and that was... And 1998. Lord God. I'm they, sorry, 1988. You know, Correct. four. He's a historian 80, over here. That's so, yeah. 88 yeah. and 89. That was back-to-back champions. Oh, Absolutely. that's right. That's Absolutely. Right. I remember that. Boys. The boys. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it, it was just a fact. But just to watch Kobe... You know, I can say in my lifetime with being a sports follower, I've seen some of the greatest actually play live. Mm-hmm. I've seen Jordan. I've seen Kobe. Mm-hmm. You know, I've seen Shaq, Dirk Nowinski. I've seen some greatness play on the court, Dr. but it was something. Of, Dr. J was yes. amazing. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And actually, I knew Earl Curitan. So University of Detroit's own. I was, I was, thought I was going to be able to meet him, but I didn't meet him when they won the championship for mm-hmm. the Sixers. But- the biggest thing for me was just being able to see greatness every day in the sports world. Barry Sanders, you know, you see oh, yeah. a lot of greatness. Walter Payton, you know, Ooh, those yeah. names are synonymous when you speak of sports. Mm. Like if you do your Mount Rushmore sports right now, I guarantee you Kobe got a spot mm. on that Mount Rushmore. Wow. He's going to knock somebody wow. that was there off of it and maybe due to the tragedy. But at the end of the day, that man's resume Definitely one of the greats. Definitely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, because the respect that he gained from everybody. I mean, right. Allen Iverson, you haven't seen him at a basketball game or a basketball court since he retired. Mm. And he walked into the All-Star game wearing the old number eight Kobe jersey. Mm-hmm. You know, and just for him to come out of it, just Allen Iverson, a great. You know, I, just I, saw, the respect I saw that. that he, they, he embraced Wade and yes, he, they, they he, shared a kind of tender yeah, moment. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's just things like that. When you get to see somebody like a Kobe, you can be able to say, okay, 
I just seen greatness. I'm mm-hmm. not a LeBron fan, mm-hmm. but he's great. Mm-hmm. You know, he's great. I mean, and 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 those things go down in history at that point. And that's and what Kobe's going to do. Can you imagine your life speaking volumes like that? You know, no matter what part of the earth you lived on, you know, you're just, that's your brand, your name. Mm-hmm. You know, and even though his baby, the, the baby that was just born will never meet him, she'll read the story, like, for example, the memorial that they had, you know, at the Staples Center, I think it only held maybe, what, 20,000 so people, but at least 90,000 something people wanted to attend. Exactly. You know, that speaks that you lived your life to the fullest and you have a lasting imprint on people's hearts and souls. Who can say that? Oh, it's much bigger than basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, and my question is, another question for the ladies here. Where does Vanessa draw the strength from to carry on? As you know, she has uh, three other daughters mm. that she has to be strong for. She has a 17-year-old. Uh, that's Natalia. She's a uh, senior in high school now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got a uh, three-year-old that you mentioned a second ago. Uh, that is Bianca. And then eight-month-old baby Capri. Mm. So the three-year-old and the eight-year-old, they'll never get to know their dad and their sister personally. Right, because not you didn't lose just one Loved one, but two, and you still have to get up in the morning and be a mother to those three. You know, yeah. where, like you said, where would I don't know how I could find the strength to get up. You know, she still has to show love, even though she lost loved ones. That's yeah, well, devastating. She has, she has money to help her, she can stay in the bed and get I, the nanny to get them kids <laughs> up. Now. So she can make it work. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I I'm under, just saying. I, I mean, I understand, understand what you say. I can cry all day. I can cry all night. Yeah. The nanny can go get her. We can ask yeah. Shaq and a couple of them jokers to yeah. come down and be daddies with yeah. them. You know, they can see the pictures that, you remember Kobe and that man that him? He yeah. going to be, he going to fill these, you know, shoes right now. I know. But he, hey, she'll, she'll be up. Vanessa, all right. Yeah, yeah, but still, you know, it's not like, Touching that person and smelling that person and you know what I'm saying, just hearing their yeah. voice. I know. I mean, yeah, yeah. I understand She's gonna, the money I can, because because of who he is. I know is the money makes life and who a little he bit was. Easier, it's gonna. But... She's gonna see it all the time mm. and hear it all the time because not only did he touch her life, she t- he touched so many others' lives, and sometimes those tears of sorrow will one day become tears of joy because she can see, she can say, I married a phenomenal man. Mm. I be thinking about that. I'm like, like, you know, uh, Miss King, you know, do you remarry after you mm-hmm. was married after you was with the Martin? You know Absolutely what I'm saying? Absolutely not. You do not. You mm-hmm. understand what I'm saying? You, you know, you, you got to have them little side pieces. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Because you can't even dare no. try to marry somebody else. Because they you always know, after, comparison. After the Kobe, right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, it's just yeah. over. Yeah. 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 That's that's but, that is very true. You feel me? Yeah. I'm just being, I, you know, you, that's that's a lot to think of. That I really is a feel lot. for that's, Vanessa. As yeah. a man, hard. those are some big shoes. What? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Who would want to be? I nobody. I, nobody. No nobody. Way. Nobody. And I do have a question. So what do you think about her suing the helicopter company? What What are your thoughts on that? I think she'll probably give the money to a charity if, you know, she does win the well, case. But what are your thoughts? I, I want to... Um, Interject something. When you read the excerpt from uh, the article that I wrote, that mm-hmm. was like literally hours after 
uh, the news had broke. Uh, okay. Initially, the story said there were five other um, victims, when in actuality, there were nine. nine. So I didn't mention the other four in the story. Mm-hmm. So no disrespect to those uh, those victims or their families either. Um, like I said, this was catastrophic. Um, this was probably the biggest uh, sports tragedy since... Uh, Eric, you might remember this. Roberto Clemente. Yeah. Roberto Clemente was a Latin American-born baseball player. Mm. Uh, and he died. He was from uh, Puerto Rico. And he died in nineteen seventy three. I just want to know how you remember all these dates. Every time we do a show, you remember back in 1952? Remember back in 1935? He's the story remember back teller. in 1922? I'm like, he wasn't even born. How do you remember all He's these the dates in your big old head? Not only am I a music guru. He's the storyteller. Oh, that's what it is. He's sports the Sports fanatic, that's all. Roberto Clemente, uh, longtime Pittsburgh Pirate, 18 years in the league. Uh, he was born in Puerto Rico. He died in 1973 in a plane crash. Uh, during the offseason, uh, he would uh, provide relief. Uh, to Latin American countries and Caribbean countries. Uh, well, this particular time, there was a earthquake in Nicaragua. Mm. And uh, he was on his way over there to provide help, uh, food, water, uh, those types of uh, uh, the, those types of aids, and uh, the plane crash. Wow. So that was that was huge then. But this this one was catastrophic. Mm. I, 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 as a matter of fact, I equate the Kobe passing to that of Michael Jackson, Prince, Whitney Houston. Mm, yeah. This was huge. Yeah. Um, now, you don't want to see anyone lose their life, but this was one of the all-time greats. Mm. And and it's ironic because I remember I was listening to another show and they were speaking of like when somebody like that, when there's a great loss, you actually remember what you were doing. Like I remember where I was at when Whitney Houston passed away. I was at a concert, you know, and they stopped in the middle middle of the show. It was D.L. Hughley. He was here in town. And there was a DJ on the stage, and he stopped and started spinning all Whitney Houston songs. And we had our phones, our lights up, you know, in the air, just paying tribute to Whitney Houston. Michael Jackson. Time. You remember what, what happened when Michael Jackson died? We was doing over overtime. Yeah, was at the, at, at yep. the job. I was yep. crying was in my cubicle. Yeah, you were. My I was hu- crying. You, she was I crying. I was crying. And my husband, when Kobe died, crying. and found out she, he was crying too. I was like, honey, you crying it, for this man? You ain't even me. It him. doesn't matter. Some people just touch you like that. You don't never have to meet him. And with Kobe, I was actually at a memorial service at the Northwest at Activity church. Center. Wow. I was at church. I was at a memorial service morning. It was a family friend lost her husband. And during the memorial service, they stopped and was like, wow, Kobe. Everybody's like, y'all lying. Like, people were just, oh, we yeah. stopped. Distraught. We yeah. paused wow. from the memorial oh, yeah. service we were at they to were. stop and start and talking about, that, yes. Right. Yes. Yeah, and then when Prince died, that's when we worked together at Cody then. Oh, Okay. When I was at work. I'm sorry, around, I don't remember. I, 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 you don't remember that? There she goes. Well, That's that mental. Remember, you used to always call me the Prince guy. Remember <laughs> yeah, that? I remember that. But. And, and I, I was working, and my phone was blowing up off the hook. Mm. You know, so. Okay, look, since you know so many dates, I'm about to just throw some dates out to you okay. real fast. 1945. What? Give me something that happened in 1945. That's beyond my Okay, story. 1982. I know you remember something. 1982. I was 14 years old. Let me see. That reminds me of uh first thing that comes to mind is Gap Band See, early in the morning. I told y'all. Uh Patrice Russian remind me. <laughs> I told it, y'all. It, I, I equate music to dates. Mm. So yeah. Yeah. It's a gift and it's a curse. Mm. Mm. You know. Wow. Now you are talking about her suing the helicopter uh 
Company. Company. Mm-hmm. I'm upset because all the other helicopters were grounded. Mm. And for some reason, Kobe's helicopter was allowed to fly. Why do you think and that? And I was Why? thinking when you all talked about the arrogance, initially I was like, because who he is and the money and the fact that he had to go to this game. It was a they, basketball camp. They they did yeah. it um, even though they were told not to. And then once they got up so far, when they was told to come back, it was too late. Uh-huh. So that's just me. Mm. Because my thing is drive. Well, okay. Now let Even me, t- let you, me touch rather, on that. I'd rather be there, get there late to the not to get there I, I want, at all. I want to piggyback mm. that for a second, not to cut you off. No, no, go ahead. Uh, Kobe, uh, they said he never. <laughs> Eric, you can, ju- you, can, you can jump in anytime you yeah. want here. They say Kobe never was one to uh, either drive or have uh, family cars or drivers right. mm-hmm. okay. because of the uh, the the Los the Angeles LA traffic, traffic. Okay. and the uh, they say they said it's terrible trying to get around town. And, and so it was it was much. They say he would even charter helicopters to practice and to home games. Mm-hmm. So he never had a history of driving in. And his his biggest reason that he wanted the hell the to fly mm-hmm. was the simple fact that he wanted to be home with his family. Okay. Every night he didn't want to have to deal with the the traffic the traffic okay. the going back and forth. So that's initially why because Kobe had been flying the helicopters for probably about ten years. I think mm, it was yeah. maybe a little and longer was, than that. Maybe, right. maybe yeah. But his biggest reason was to avoid the traffic, he figured if I don't have to drive through it, I can fly over it. Mm. So that was his biggest thing because I remember seeing the interview and somebody asked him, well, why do you fly? He oh, said, because okay. I want to be able to get home to my family every single night. So that is, alone showed that he was a family man and it was kind of crazy and I don't know if I want to, but they had different cartoon sketches mm. right? That's years ago. Yes. And it was showing Kobe Actually, Dying. having the helicopter crash. They said one and of those uh, sketches was from The Simpsons. Yes, yeah. and that was like mm. way yes. back in the day, 2012, mm. I believe yeah, it was. Like yeah. There you go with the day. And I guess <laughs> if you if you fly a helicopter every day, just like if you drive a car every day, you know, mm. it becomes common practice. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. exactly. my son was so upset. Ma, I knew they I knew they was gonna kill Kobe because they predicted that he was mm. gonna die. In the mm, helicopter crash some years ago, my son was yep. really upset. My seventeen-year-old. Yeah, mm, that's eerie. Yep. So, what is one of your greatest memories of Kobe? What What would you say one of your? I'm asking uh, you, Ford, and you also, Coates. What is your <laughs> your very most favorite? When When I think of Kobe Bryant, I think about no disrespect. Mm-hmm. I think about how he was a carbon copy of Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at as a matter of fact, there's a there's a video highlight reel or something where they show Mike and Kobe side by side, where every move that Mike did, mm. Kobe did. That's good. The, even the mannerisms. Mike would shoot the ball and kind of blow his fingers like, you know, it's hot. I'm mm. on fire. Kobe even mimicked that. Just I love it. Subtle mm. little things that Michael Jordan would do. Kobe just took that on and continued. Hey, wow. why wouldn't you? If you're gonna copy a cat. I mean, I, I think the, the greatest moment for me with Kobe was just to be able to see him live, just 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 to see him live. That's just mm-hmm. it's to be able to see somebody that I think he just blacks out when he's playing the game. It's like he has a 
a tunnel vision for victory at the end of the day is what he had. It was just like, I have to win this game. It doesn't matter what it takes. I mean, Kobe was just, I can't pull out one specific great thing, but it was just to be able to see him play live. It was just great. It was just great. And see, I'm jealous because I never got a chance to see him in person. Wow. Oh, I've never seen him in person, just on television. But one of the most impressive times I've seen him play was when he got hurt. And he was just so, oh, my God, he was so driven to make his free throw or something like that, that mm. he was hurt. And still, and, still, and, still and made free it. Throws, and he yeah. made it. He made the free throw. So that was great for me. What about you, Shelly? I'm just... Basking it all in, taking it okay. all in. Yeah. Now I will say this: uh, Kobe Bryant is the only person in the Basketball Hall of Fame who has two numbers retired. Wow! You know everybody eight, else. Number, number eight and number twenty-four. With the same team too. Exactly. Eight and twenty-four. I'm playing on a lottery. He, he, he eight wore. And okay. He wore eight for the first ten years of his career. Yes. And then he wore number twenty-four for the last 20, uh, ten years of his career. Wow. Yep. So if you if you go to the Staples Centers in Los, in Los Angeles and you look up. You see two numbers with Brian on it, 8 and 24. And just, mm. just to see Michael Jordan face wet. Right. Yeah, he spoke yeah. about. He even referenced his meme. He which, said, yeah. it's going to oh be my. another meme. meme right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 But, but the greatest quote was from Shaq. Shaq said uh, a bunch of the fellas, when they played together, uh -huh. a bunch of the fellas came to him and said, hey, man, can you talk to him? He's now passing us the ball. Wow. He, he told Rick Fox and. And uh, I think it was Robert Ory and and Rick uh, Derek Fisher. He said, "Okay, I'll talk to him." He went to him and said, "Hey, Kobe, the fellas say you're not passing the ball to him." He said, "There's no I in team." <laughs> he said, "Kobe looked at him and said, well, there's an M.E. in that M.F.'" <laughs> <laughs> and I thought I got a kick out of that. Shaq said he went back to the fellas and said, "Hey, y'all, he ain't passing the ball." <laughs> That was a good it's one. It's an M.E. in there. I it's ain't playing that at you, Kobe. God dog it. Kobe Bryant. Oh, man. It's an M.E. and E.N.T. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I, I want to bring up one last thing, though. What did y'all think about that controversy between Gil King and Snoop Dogg? Real fast. Oh, it's funny that you should mention Real that. Real fast, yes. Um, <laughs> briefly, I, I believe that as an African-American, I believe that Gail probably should have refrain from that question to Lisa mm -hmm. Leslie. Mm -hmm. Lisa Leslie, Los Angeles Sparks, uh, great. the great women's great Hall of Famer, friend of Kobe Bryant's. Mm -hmm. Put her on the spot. Yeah. There's no way she was going to answer that. Yeah, but dog, he called her a funky head something. A something, funky something, dog something, head. Something, 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 Such something. and such, so and so. He didn't have to do all that now. She, she felt that. She know. disrespected his homeboy is what he well, said. I'm, yeah. I'm going to say this about Snoop. Okay, go ahead. Snoop went a little too far. I would say that. Yeah. But my whole qualm that I have with the whole situation is when Gail woke up the next morning to all of her tweets mm -hmm. and timelines just mm -hmm. blowing up. If you wouldn't have never asked a question, mm. you wouldn't have never had to worry about the backlash from it. That's just my whole bit with it. I was really upset with the fact that she asked the question because mm. it. What does it? It doesn't what matter. Was the purpose that was the past. It doesn't matter. Why do people always break up your past? Yeah. Especially, Especially when the man is dead. Yeah. Exactly. You can't I think it was, so I think it was pressure. When he, I think there was pressure from her. Her, her superiors. Yeah. And negativity sells, too. A lot of times exactly. they want you to say certain things to get uh, views and people 
to you know right but he did a, to he, threaten you but he did apologize though um, well, that one backfired on yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, it did. It did. Yeah. Because when someone is not here of that stature, any stature, why don't bring up the don't bring up the past the dirt. like that. Just just, you know, let that person rest in peace. And the question was always asked, why didn't she ask him why he was still alive? Exactly. Right, exactly. She exactly. didn't have the gumption enough to ask him why he was still and alive. And nine times out of ten, he didn't rape the girl. She just wanted something from him because he Kobe. And then because mm. she didn't get the money that she didn't supposed go, to that's get, gonna be a she's going to be like, yeah. oh, rape up. But you knew if he was taking you to a doggone hotel or whatever he was going, you knew what he wanted. That's the same thing they did with my homeboy, um, my my old man, Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. Right. we going to say that for a whole nother. Now, we going to say that for a whole nother. We're going to invite you because we are definitely going to talk about that. We definitely. But before we close out, we would like to just leave on a positive note about Kobe. Yes. So um, I just want to say that I enjoyed reading these just wonderful stories. And it's kind of inspiring me to push myself a little bit more because in order to be great, you have to work at it. Work at it. And, <laughs> and it definitely showed that he worked at being the greatest. We talk about we want to be great, but we don't want to put the sacrifice and the work into being great. So... His story has truly inspired me. And you got to hang around people that are going the direction that you're going. Amen. Not not the people who are behind you or 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 in. And the look end. at look at his friends that spoke. He hung around greatness. That's, that's right. Excellence. That's right. It's an old so. saying that goes: If you hang around nine broke mfs, Mm-mm. you'll be the tenth one. Mm-mm. All right. So I'm just gonna close. Uh-oh. I want everybody to close with something, but. Uh, Thank you for your legacy, Kobe. Thank you. Thank you. for Thank you for still inspiring us, even though you're not here with us physically, but spiritually. Thank you for inspiring, inspiring us. Colts, leave us with something positive about uh, Kobe. Kobe, just the way that he enjoyed life after the game. He just enjoyed his family. He was a family man through and through. And for him to start the organization and the basketball teams, that was just showing you that he still had a passion for the game even after the game was gone. The man was a great guy. He was a great guy. Lady Time. I just want to say thank you, Kobe, for allowing all the men in the world to see what a man is supposed to do. Hashtag girl dad. Yeah. All right. Bro, close us out. Well. First of all, I'd like to thank our brother Eric Coates for being here today. Hey, you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thoroughly enjoyed you. Uh, you guys covered it all. Kobe was special. And uh, I'll just always remember what he did, not just for the game, but just for, for mankind. Incredible dude. Black Mamba out. Mamba out. Mamba out. Mamba out.